Let's take a Bible pause with Pastor Daryl and Scott. Second Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. It's interesting. 26, 27 years ago when I started preaching, I would have people tell me, if you don't preach the word of God, then there's going to be trouble. Right. In other words, they were saying, you better be preaching the word of God and preach the truth. That's the preacher's call. Mm -hmm. In the last 10 years, I switched to, if you preach certain parts of God's word as true, there's going to be trouble. And that's come from people who, who um, proclaim to be Christians. Right. Isn't that change in culture? And, and again, it, it's cultural Christianity as opposed to being Bible-believing believers, understanding the power of God to give us His Word, to take His Word through the centuries that we would know Him and His ways. And now here's the crazy thing. I, I, I've sitting there watching the changing of times and the destructiveness the truth war is causing. You know, 25 years ago, there was questions that came about, um, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, beyond. When does life begin? Right. Of course, you know, the the thing about abortion and, mm -hmm. and when did life begins? And as Christians, you know, God tells us that he created the child inside the womb and, and now science is so wonderful that it can tell us when that heartbeat begins right now the next question came up and 20 years ago is uh, what is sexual morality and that all went crazy and, and, and inside marriages in the church people say well that's not sexual morality what we're doing and I'm like hmm. according to who and I show them the Bible, and then they wonder why their marriage fell apart when they allowed something in there that biblically should not be there. Right. And then they went from even deeper and wider the question about eight, nine years ago, what is marriage? And the culture changed the definition. But the Bible definition didn't change. Right. The Bible didn't change about what sexual morality is. And now... What I'm watching happening is what is a boy and what is a girl? And and this has become very, I think, devastating seeds are going out. And, 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 I, and I say this with a heart for those that are hurting. You know, because they are feeling things. But the question then I, I, I bring up before I go into the scriptures is, is everything our mind and our body feels accurate and good? Because, mm -hmm. you know, the question now with what is a boy or a girl, well, I feel like this. When I was a teenager, there was a very um, beautiful young girl. And um, I just knew her as a friend, and not a real close friend, but in high school I was sitting and talked to her, and 
always friendly. I enjoyed being around her. But I remember hearing she was sick. And I heard about this term called anorexia, which I didn't know until then. I didn't know much about it, but we do now that where someone thinks they look at the mirror and think they're they're fat or um, body image issues and they stop eating like they should or throw up and and it's very destructive to the body. And it was just like rumor state that she was not well until I saw her at the beach one day and she had her um, bathing suit on and I saw nothing but a skeleton of bones. Wow. And I remember her getting help family and becoming healthy again. And I got to talk to her as she was becoming healthy. And thank God she got help to understand that what her eyes were telling her and what her mind was telling her about her body image was not true. And you know, at that time there were studies going on of whether society's norms of seeing the models on the TV or magazines at that time um, were leading the children to think that only that is what they should look like to be attractive. And they said the seeds went out and then they were taking root and now this problem magnified and there's been problems since the beginning of time so with that being said could it be with some of these very devastating problems and people feel certain things that the path to understanding is understanding our minds do not always tell us what's true anorexia is a very good case for that discussion and now this person who was hurting needed love and care and guidance and great medical care. And I do remember years later, she was very healthy again, doing good. And my statement is this, as Christians, we must understand what truth is. Right. And when our minds might think different as humanity and our bodies might feel different and want different as they do in the fleshliness, we must stick to the truth of God's word. I believe God is all powerful. And the Bible says that all scripture is God breathed, inspired, given, and God is so powerful. He has preserved his word through the generations and through the centuries. And he's given it to us that we can know him and know truth. And of that truth, and second Timothy tells us we should never be ashamed with the generation the next generation needs to know is how to discern truth as a Christian. If we're going to bring up the next generation of Christians as Christians, they must know how to discern truth. And I'm spending a lot of time on that with our children. And what does the Bible say? What does the Bible mean? How do I apply it to my life? And then to pray and God, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says is the greatest of teachers. Jesus said, so as Bible-believing believers, unapologetically, we need to stand on truth. We hope you were blessed by this Bible pause. To listen to the entire discussion, go to our YouTube channel. The link is listed in the description below. Thanks for listening.